Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Rally Podcast. I'm Joaquin Garcia. I'm here with my bros. Henry Creech. And hey, Misty Martino. What's up, y'all? Yo, chilling. Uh, yeah, we're here. You know, it's been a long time. You know, before we start, hope everybody's safe out there wearing the mask, wishing health to everybody. It's been a crazy year, as we know. So hopefully we could provide, you know, a little break from everything going on with some with some nice baseball talk. So, Henry, where do you want to start today, man? It's, it's been a crazy offseason. Where do you want to take us to first? What do you want to discuss? Oh, we're really throwing it to me, huh? Um, <laughs> we're, we're throwing the, the, the high heat. <laughs> oh, man. I know Amos wanted to talk about uh, Ali Sanchez. I brought that up so we don't talk about it. <laughs> I think we should. I think you wanted to talk about uh, one of the moves that was made maybe a month ago. Nah, the, when was the, that trade made? The Arenado trade. Oh, oh yeah, that like was last week. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yo, time is crazy now. Like, There's no such thing as time anymore. Wild. Yeah, let's talk about the Arenado trade. We're, uh, Henry, well, Keith, I know you want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so Arenado, I mean, uh, a couple years ago, I know me and Henry had a famous debate of, of Chris Bryant <laughs> versus Nola Arenado. Um, we did. World famous. So I I, I do really like um, Nola Arenado a lot. Um, in, in, like, discussions leading up to the fact that, you know, I guess the, everyone knew that he was going to be traded. Uh, all, all the trade packages for him seem like pretty steep, you know, asking for like a couple top prospects, stuff of that nature. And the Rockies traded him for basically nothing. And and they gave the Cardinals $50 million. To, <laughs> so, like, we're talking about like a top three third baseman in baseball. And I mean, if you want to if we really want to get down and gritty, we could say top five. That's that's fair, right? Like I mean I mean, you know, I don't know if we're gonna debate like, you know, Jose Ramirez or it's tough. say it's better. But, uh, okay, yeah. Wait, um, top five third baseman? Yeah. Oh yeah, easily. Easily. Yeah. Would you say easily to top three? Uh probably. Probably I would have to like look up a list, but yeah. All right, so we can say anywhere from top three to I'm I'm sure some people haven't rated number one. What anyway? He's a he's superstar. a great he's a great player. Yeah, he's a beast. And I mean, like, I'm I'm just astonished that you're paying a team fifty million dollars to to take this guy. And more so, like I'm like you know the Mets couldn't have got involved in a talk like this. Teams like the Yankees couldn't have gotten involved. Um. So yeah. Well, how about you, Henry? How do you feel? I feel like this trade is an embarrassment to uh, the Rockies organization. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't usually agree with you. I don't think when you when you um make statements like something is an embarrassment because often I feel like that's like an overstatement. Yeah. Um, but I fully agree with you here. This is ridiculous. This is the dumbest <laughs> trade I've ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? What's? I can't even think. What is the worst trade that happened like before this? Like recently, Ooh. is this the worst trade since the Shelby Miller deal? Like oh, to the Diamondbacks? I mean, I can't even I think. Mean, I know it's still a soft spot, but the the Kalenic trade it was was pretty bad. Yeah, that one, oh, or maybe like yeah. maybe like the Stanton trade. But either the way, Stanton like trade. this is the yeah. It just like I feel like it it um embodies so much of what's wrong with baseball right now and like the way that teams are run. Um, just in the fact that like. They 
like they didn't have to do this, you know? They had Arenado. They keep talking about competing. Like even in the press conference afterwards, they were like, "We think we can compete." Like if you thought you'd compete, you wouldn't trade the best player that your franchise has ever developed. Absolutely. Right? And I mean, like, like imagine being a fan, like you know, oh, we could finally come back into the stadium, blah blah blah, and then you're coming back to, you know, your favorite player who got traded for nothing. I saw like they were they were bringing like a like fans were bringing like signs saying that they like are no longer supporting the Rockies and stuff like that. But yeah, what about mm-hmm. you, Amos? How do you feel about this trade? Uh, I pretty much agree with what you guys are saying. Um, do we think that they're gonna just continue to clean their house out? Are they is Trevor Story next? Or are they are they really trying to compete? I mean, what do you think? Is that just kind of a front? Yeah, I think I think it's a front so the owners could just stack some more money in their pockets. Um, I think they have said that they're gonna try and they're committed to bringing back stack story. some That's- money, but also give trade fifty million. Yeah. Away, yeah, no way. Like, no, I can't imagine. Either. I can't imagine Trevor's story. Like seeing what's happened with Arenado, right? Like knowing that he signed this big extension and the team like put up all this big talk about building around right. him, and then. Just the, and then didn't follow up on that part. The relationship falls completely apart to the point where Arenado's demanding right. a trade, and then Story deciding, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. You know, I want to do what he did. Like, there's no way he's signing long term with them now. Well, here's a conspiracy theory. What if he saw the Shredder's list where he was ranked the best shortstop in baseball, and he wants to keep his hitting stats? So, so he signs like a he signs a huge extension just so he could get the cores effect. Hey, man. I mean, <laughs> he is a beast. Like, what if he's what definitely if Arenado one of the best in baseball? Like, what if Arenado goes to the to the Cardinals and he just plays horrible? Nah, not like no way. I don't. See, that, I don't see anywhere where that happens. He would get roasted so so bad. Well, sure, like, but I'll, like people roast him. I'll be Hall of anyway. Fame gone. <laughs> people roast him. Anyway. Don't they though? Like, I they feel do. like any. I mean, they blame it any, on cores though. I feel like any elite hitter in cores just always gets blasted for that. That's true. I, I mean, um, this is, I guess this is just a, uh, you know, trying to play devil's advocate. Has, who was the most recent, like, elite hitter who was traded from the, from uh, our left? Oh, I, well, Matt Holiday. Matt Holiday. Matt Holiday's the big one, right. Yeah, he was still. Also went and he Cardinals. went to the Cardinals. And so and did was Larry just Walker. As good. And was like just as good after he left as he was when he was in course, you know? Right, right. Yeah. And Larry so like, Walker. I really don't think that it's going to have that big an impact. And he's a great defender as well. Um, See, so yeah, I, yeah. I think we, we all agree that that was just, that was, that was garbage. Shame, shame yeah. on you, Rockies. Trevor Story, do not sign with that trash organization. Do you think, yeah. the, co- like, do you think, you think the Colorado air is what propelled tr- Troy to Lewitsky's knees to, to, to withstand the, the fall of man. Yo. I mean, they oh. traded him, and then he just fe- he fell apart like a bag of bones. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, like some glass, dude. But he was already falling apart before he left yeah, there, no, you know? No. Like, he was <laughs> never really very healthy. Who do you think is better, to Lewitsky or Derek Jeter? <laughs> <laughs> Tillowitzki um, or Lindor? Ooh, I'm gonna go Lindor. Yeah, you know, I used to really like Troy Tillowitzki though. I feel like that's like a classic player from like I our, loved, I our childhood days. Are coming up for sure. Yeah, like great yeah. name too. Yeah, he's me? like yes. he's tall. He kind of got like the Machado height type of vibes. You know, 
had that swag. Yo, I hope I hope Tillowitz <laughs> is doing all right. I hope he's doing all right, man. I hope is he he's he retired, right? Like he's out the league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was with yeah, you know, he was kind of playing a little nice with the Yankees before he got hurt that like a couple years. He played years like ago. two games. Yeah, I, th- I think he, <laughs> he I think he was putting in some pain though. I think he was five. doing good. He hit a homer. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> oh, let, let's let's stick with the Yankees since we're talking about it. This is a, another a contract. Um how do we feel about uh DJ LeMayhew, man? Uh <laughs> Wow, man. That contract, I'm he needs to talk to his agent about that one. I don't know. That was. That was I would like to like, say that uh, Tula Whiskey did play in five games with the Yankees. Okay. Um, he five hit what, 182, but he did oh. hit a home run and a double um, okay. and two walks, which left him with a 120 OPS plus, which is very good. That is good. You see, maybe he could have kept he could have kept <laughs> producing if, if his body would have been old enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the LeMahieu deal is like interesting. So he signed a deal for was it six years and like ninety? Yeah, ninety. It was like fifteen mil a year. Yeah, I believe. So, like, obviously, LeMahieu is a fantastic fit with the Yankees. Ever since he got there, he was a beast. Um, right. That I guess is is really the most recent Rockies hitter to leave the Rockies. Absolutely. Right. And still and, do his thing. Yeah. And he got even better. After he left, yeah. frankly, um, I think that, that ballpark is just fit is just like such a perfect fit for him. Um, you know, he's he's such an opposite field hitter, um, and so obviously a righty hitting opposite field into into right field in Yankee Stadium is always a good pairing. Um, is it crazy? He hit three sixty four last year. My God, yeah. Um, <laughs> That guy is he's a, beast. He's a machine. He's a machine. He's like a real like hitter. You know what I mean? Like he's he's looking for contact. He doesn't strike out very much. Yeah. He he has a little bit of pop in in playing, you know, playing the Yankee Stadium. With that being mm-hmm. said, come on, dude. Like, like you gotta feed your family, bro. Like, what, <laughs> what is this? What is this hometown discount that you gave? And it's embarrassing because the Yankees are like the most wealthy organization. One of the most wealthy organizations in sports, and like, you know, you went from George Steinbrenner just shelling out cash to you know his son who seems to be like a penny pincher, you know, like your team has been eliminated from the playoffs every single year. You haven't won a World Series since two thousand nine, and you're afraid to go over the luxury tax. Here's what I'll What's say about on? the Lemayhu deal, right? Um, at least from his perspective, no one else was giving him six years. Right. Like, I, I feel like right, that's right, been pretty widely reported. Like he was getting yeah. like three or four years, maybe from someone else. Right. Um, and the other thing is, I think he clearly wanted to stay with the Yankees. I think that, that is true. Even once those reports came out saying that he was looking at other teams, like even those really felt like they were just geared to get the Yankees to like up their attention. Offer. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, it's like a it's like, a you know, he's he's calling the Yankees bluff. Like, OK, you know, if if you. Like, I don't think you'll actually let me walk, so I'll pretend to walk, and you're going to offer me what I want. Um, I think the main thing here to consider is is the $90 million, um, and and less the like the, the average annual value, right? Um, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because one of the, the things to consider from the bottom line is regardless how much you're paying him per year, you still have that player, 
right? And like the main goal from the Yankees perspective is they want to keep DJ LeMahieu and they want to um, stay under the luxury tax. And now obviously them staying under the luxury tax is not a requirement from our perspective. Like that was something that they wanted to do, obviously. Um, and regardless of how yeah. we feel about it, that was one of their goals with this contract. Um, and so the thing to consider with the luxury tax is that it's not calculated based on the contract total size or like it's, it's the way that the luxury tax is calculated is based on average annual value. Um, so by giving him a longer deal with the same amount of money that they would, that he would probably get from another team on a shorter deal, what they do is they allow themselves to get that player without actually taking as big a luxury tax hit as they would have if he was on a shorter contract. Right. Right. Um, you know, so, so it's actually a similar thing like with the, um, the Bryce Harper contract with the Phillies. Yeah. Like the 300 mil for like 10 years. So, cause it's yeah, AV. The three, Bryce Harper's well, AV isn't that bad at all. It's not Yeah. No, much. Bryce Harper's contract, I think is 330 million oh, 13 for, thir- for 13 yeah. years. Um, and, right. So like realistically that contract is going to be like, it's only, it's going to be worth it for 10 years. Right. Yeah. Um, just because like betting 13 years on anyone is a, is a big bet. Um, 10 years, but too. what they, right. But what they do by giving him 13 years is they make their luxury tax hit that much smaller in each right. year of the contract, you know? So yeah, that's, that's a smart move. I, I feel like LeMay, who could have got like a fat four year deal and then he could have re-upped for at least a, I don't, I don't like, you know, I, I just feel like, uh, he's a tremendous player, you know, and I, I love to see, you know, the players, uh, love to see the players get some money. You know, I, he would have been a nice yeah. fit on the Mets, I feel like, but you know For who sure. I thought would have been a, a great fit on the Mets, uh, Mr. George Springer. So, uh, Amos, how you feeling about Springer heading over to, uh, to Toronto? Um, I, my only, I only questioned the contract, uh, the contract's length and his age, really. Um, how old is he? 30? I think, I think 30. 31. 31, think, yeah. and it's a six-year contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is it seven years? Six. I think it's six. I think it's six. I'm not, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was I mean, six for 150. Yeah. Six, 150. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it's a good contract. I, 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 I wish the Mets had paid him that that much right yeah i, I mm-hmm. thought he wanted mm-hmm. to come to the east coast i guess not um I mean, toronto is I guess yeah it's you not got the coast change, you but... got to change your passport you gotta do mad <laughs> you gotta do a lot of True. yeah hey not if not if they're playing in buffalo oh he's in buffalo <laughs> the buffalo uh blue jays um i mean is like do you think 37 year old george springer will be playing in center field no, probably no, not. Right? Not. Will, will he be? Absolutely maybe, not. maybe he'll be like a contributing DH or or right fielder or something. But yeah. I, he all he already was sort of an injury prone dude. What do you think, Henry? Um, like I think it's a good deal. I don't know. Anytime you can get one of the, like he's one of the best outfielders in baseball and definitely one of like the top three players that was available this off season. Mm. Um, mm. so like. I don't know. These teams have so much money, right? Anytime you can actually sign like a great player, you should just like, I feel like we shouldn't criticize it that much. You know, it's like, Oh, they actually put the effort in to spend this money. Like you look at a team like the Rockies and like, 
you know, who's just selling off their good players and then claiming they're still competing. So any team that's actually like the racking that up with making yeah, real additions always feels right. like a good thing to me. My, my yeah. I was yeah. I was very upset. I'm gonna be honest with you. Well, you guys know I was I was very 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 angry that the Mets didn't get George Springer. Um, yes, I feel like if there was one piece this off season that could have perfectly completed this team, um, well, there was two things. The one thing which is a move that I feel like is being overlooked a lot, and I don't want to get too off track with it, but was um Marcus Stroman accepting the qualifying offer. I feel like that's going to come back to being one of the most important parts of the offseason for the Mets. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, George Springer, man, like he's a he's a top three center fielder in baseball. He has proved it time and time and time and time again in the postseason. He's like a Beltran and Ortiz level type mm-hmm. like type of off competitor. He's a great clubhouse guy, veteran presence. And it's like, you know, you couldn't have given the Mets couldn't have offered him five more million a year. Like, really? Like, if you add if if Springer was added to that Mets lineup, like call for help immediately, because like that lineup would have been nuts. And he's a he's a good defender in, in center field as well. Um, and I, I think it is tough, you know, like you have players like Ozuna, who is an extremely obviously we know what he could do on the offensive side. That man is a liability in the outfield. Um, mm-hmm. And I really thought the Mets' biggest holes were center field because Nimmo, while he is a very, very good player, that defense is not very good at all. Um, also adding starting pitching. And I, I personally, I you know, I can't lie, I'm personally a very big fan of George Springer. So I was very upset. Um, I was very upset that the Mets didn't get him. Good move for Toronto, obviously. Um, and what made me even more upset that the Mets didn't give him is that, you know, the Mets were willing to give Trevor Bauer $40 million. Um, and I th- did they offered Wade Springer getting $30 million a year or is 25. it 25 So the Mets offered him $20 million a year. They, they offered a top three center fielder in baseball who wanted to come to the New York area $20 million a year. And um, I don't know, I don't know if that's Sandy Alderson. <laughs> I don't know what that that sounds like a very Wilpon esque, like a Oakland Billy Bean type of move to not just cheap match that offer. Yeah. So, so Henry, why were the Mets willing to? And of course, Bauer trolled the Mets. Blah blah. We don't even have to get into that nonsense. But <laughs> but, but why were they so willing to give Bauer forty million and not George Springer? Is it is it the value in pitching you think in baseball or what is it in your opinion? Frankly, I I couldn't tell you. Um, like just you you know my opinions on Trevor Bauer, even just his opinions yeah. as a like even just my opinion on him as a pitcher. I re, I truly don't think he's that good. Right. Um, maybe they think he is that good. I don't know, but that's like like if you're asking me to justify why they would do that i i can't i can't like i don't i don't have any idea (laughs) yeah what do you think abis you think it's like that pitching is just super valued right now in baseball yeah yeah probably i feel like uh pitching can you know often be hard to come by and with someone who's kind of had what a, a hot year and a half yeah, people have been kind of excited about that. I mean, Cy Young Award. Even I, I, I don't even like that we call it the Cy Young Award. Honestly, in the last year, eleven games is is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad. Yeah, we didn't 
sign, like, you know, a, a potential mess. Yeah, I think where I sit on the position is, you know, we obviously the antics and stuff, but it's like on a baseball type of deal. It's like it's going to go one of two ways. Either Bauer is going to be the Bauer that we saw before and he's going to suck and we're going to laugh at the deal or we're going to be in the NLDS or NLCS <laughs> facing Bueller, Kershaw and Bauer and just and just, you know, breaking the TV because the Mets, I believe, did the offseason. They've had an amazing offseason. I still think they need to make a couple of moves. But, man, that, that team over in the NL West is, is very good. Hey, That's man, a we've, very we've good team. We've seen the Mets take play, postseason series off of, uh, what, Lester, Arietta, Kershaw, <laughs> Granke before. We have we have seen that. But, <laughs> but man, Cody Bellinger and, and, and Mookie Betts in the outfield is nuts. Yeah, yeah. You know, they got um, Corey Seager. I, I just, I just, I, I just think the Mets, I think, I, I guess their point of view with the Bowers, like, okay, he has the highest potential, you know, of any, like he has ace, you know, younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has ace potential, you know, to step in and be a Cy Young type of guy. So it's like, you know, you're getting that, but, and, you know, trying to take him away from the other competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought that George Springer was like, uh, I thought he was a perfect fit for the Mets. Um, yeah. I completely yeah, that's just agree. me. But um, um, I'm looking it up yeah. right now, actually. Uh, who, if you had to guess, would you say that George Springer or Brandon Nimmo has a higher uh, WRC plus in their career? I would guess Springer, but I'm assuming it's not though because that <laughs> it <laughs> it is actually Springer. However, oh, okay, it's Springer okay. by one point. Wow. Springer yeah, has that. a 134. Nimmo has a 133 for their career. Is that just because he, like, I, like, Nimmo is a beast, but when I watch him, it's not like I'm seeing what, what the what the metrics are telling me. Like, sometimes, yeah. I, I'm like, Nimmo's a player where the eye test kind of differs from these, met- these metrics that seem to be on this man's neck. Like, every time, like, he's on the shredder, like, top five center fielders. Uh-huh. I think on base percentage isn't a isn't a next level stat or anything. That's right? true. Like, yeah, that's he is Joey Votto esque with yeah his on base his sure. um George Springer's career on base percentage is 360, 361. Okay, Brendan Nimmo's is three ninety. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the difference right there. Like Springer's yeah, got beast. the Springer brings the pop too. Yeah, but Nimmo is like and, the perfect leadoff hitter. Right. I I know that Springer is a lot better defender, but how much better? I mean, right. Springer's I, defensive war war isn't like anything. Like I think super last exciting. year was. I think last yeah. year was really good, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, his 2019 was very good. Yeah, defensively five. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty beast. That's true. So, so how do you? So the Mets, they're a team that's. Obviously, and we're gonna get we're gonna get right after this top. We're gonna get into the big acquisition the Mets did, but um, the Mets are a team that is like centered around pitching. Like we have we have the best pitcher in the sport. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so how do you feel having the best pitcher in the sport? You got you know we have we have a pretty good rotation for sure. How my opinion is if you're having that type of rotation, it is unacceptable to have Dom Smith, Brandon Nimmo, and J.D. Davis on, on defense. Like, that's not how it works. Like, you, if you're building around pitching, like, Jacob deGrom gives up these nasty runs because their defense has been so god-awful. 
They lost the World Series in 2015 partially because they had absolutely no defense. So, mm-hmm. what, what, like, this, this is an issue that needs to be addressed. The defense needs to be addressed. Dom Smith it was looking like, you know, like a Babe Ruth reincarnate last year. But that man cannot, <laughs> he cannot defend. Like, yeah, Brandon Nimmo, Brandon Nimmo cannot play center field. Like, first base doesn't matter that much. Pete Alonso does not look like Keith Hernandez at first, at first base. And J.D. Davis, I, I cannot stand watching that man play. Like, if J.D. Davis is the starting third baseman, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, I can't take it. So, like, how do, how do you guys feel about, you know, having, you know, the best pitcher in baseball? Let's optimize this. Why is our defense looking like this? Um, I think it's something that we've learned from even, like, back in the first, the first Sandy Alderson tenure with the Mets that he – he doesn't really care about defense that much. Like, you know, we like that's how he built his teams back then. It's how he built his teams now. Apparently he just like, right. Defense is not the first thing on his mind. Um, I mean, he did build the McGuire teams, right? If I'm not mistaken with the A's. Uh, maybe I think, he, I think so. That won the world series that just had okay. like a bunch of steroid users. <laughs> right. Even then like, you know, Jose Canseco in, in left field or whatever is not always your, uh, like yeah. the most defensively minded. Over the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible, man. Um, however, we did see a pretty good step in the right direction with that, with, with the Francisco Lindor trade, of course. Oh, let, um, let's just know, jump into it, man. Like, sure. Yo, the Mets, we have a superstar, baby. I know. Like, we have a player where we could buy his jersey and not a feel embarrassed. A fielder, right? I yeah. Mean, DeGrom's a superstar, but but I know. Yeah, yeah. Right? Posi- yeah, yeah, like, like a position yeah. player, like everyday mm-hmm. Every switch day. hitter. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he has the swag, the smile, nice guy. Like, oh, man, it's so refreshing. We haven't, I don't think the Mets have ever had a player like like this, like Beltron, it wasn't quite the personality as Lindor. And, um, you know, I mean, guys like, uh, I guess like Daryl Strawberry, they were too involved in some off the field antics. <laughs> yeah. It, it feels very David yeah. Wright. David you know? Wright. Yeah. Oh, like, like the last guy who was like shined in the field, shined at the plate. Yeah, like, absolutely. Was that sort of bigger than just in baseball type of personality? Right. I mean, Nimbo has been like smile on his face, right? He, that guy's always having fun. Yeah. yeah, but but he's let's be honest. Dumb. You walk down, like you walk down the street, and you ask someone about Brandon Nimmo. Someone's gonna ask who, yeah. you know, who the fuck is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but nowadays, honestly, you ask anybody who Lindor is, they won't know either. <laughs> that's kind of the vibe nowadays. I, I feel like that's the give change. It a year, like though. you know, like yeah, like Lin, man, like I, this is. I think this is the best position player the Mets ever had. Like I get the you know David Wright. You know we love David Wright. I'm about to bash David right on this, but, but look at his first season in City Field, man. When when him and Bell tried hit 11 home runs, man. What's what was going on, man? That was remember that like the Mets could have hit a home run to save their life in they City Field. The, that was they moved the outfield in. I, I remember watching SNY and Whoa. Jason Bay. It was like, yeah, me and David Wright have a competition to see who hits 40 home runs this year. <laughs> And it was all bad. So yeah, I mean, oh, no. Lindor changes this team. Um, we got they got a lot. Just get, give him an open, you know, checkbook. He's a he's a top ten player in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very like he is he could he is an MVP candidate. We could see this. He's still so young. We could we could 
we could see him have a season where he puts up like 40 home runs and like 40 doubles. And, you know, that's the type of player he is. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I'm proud. I'm proud to support a, pl- a player and a guy like that. So excited. Yeah. Like he's such an icon too, is the thing. Like he's, he's one of those guys who like, like we said, like Amos, you said that no one now would know who Francisco Lindor is, but like, give it a year, you know, put his face on some, on some billboards in, like in New York. Square, yeah. In New York. Like, he he could become a like a mega superstar. Aaron Judge. Yeah, like Aaron, Except like even better. that, like everyone knows who Aaron Judge is at this point. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I feel like he could become even you know even more so like over that level. Right, right. I I, I feel that. Yeah, it's a good. Point, yeah, man. switch I, I hitter hope we too. Send him. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd, if, be, that'd be great. If the Mets do not extend Lindor, we will be organizing a a protest in a march. <laughs> Yes. And we will storm. We will <laughs> we will storm city. Oh field. no! <laughs> Insurrection two point oh. Yeah, oh, we, no. we, def- we definitely will. <laughs> eat eat the rich. Eat Steve Cohen. Eat Steve Cohen. <laughs> Man, seriously, like I I mean, yeah, another extension guy who I want to put this on the record. The the Mets are. I do not think they're getting a deal with Conforto. Like Conforto will test free agency. Like Scott Boris is is Scott his Boris. Agent. Scott Boris will test free agency. Yeah, exactly. we don't know if Conforto will. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. In his heart, who's better, Conforto or Springer? because uh, that's all the Mets fans were saying. We need we need room to to extend Conforto, Conforto, Conforto. Yeah, well, Conforto is younger. younger. Conforto's oh, yeah. like younger. Two two or three years younger. Um, four, almost four. He's he's twenty seven, I think. Yeah, Springer's and Springer's 30. thirty-one. Oh, is he thirty-one? Yeah, he, he is. Will be, he will be thirty-one this year. Yeah, or he is. Yeah, whatever. Baseball I mean, age. Well, this Conforto will be his age is a beast. Season. Conforto is a beast, man. But I feel like he just has to put it together. I don't know how to explain it. I mean, did you see his twenty twenty? I I did see. I mean, I want you know, just like we say, we got to four twelve five fifteen. We gotta be consistent with the sixty game with the sixty game talk though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So you know we gotta we gotta see, but it's like I don't know, man. Like I'm not criticizing him, but like sometimes I feel like he's just a little too chilling. Sometimes you know, like I don't know, man. Like mm. like take some take some fly balls in the outfield on your off day, man. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, <laughs> I don't know, bro. Like, yo, the, no. outf- the outfield defense is just so bad for the Mets, man. Yeah. So, like, that's that's part of why I think they need Jackie Bradley. Um, like, that would little, just make their defense so much better. Yeah, even yeah, though his he... offense is so not good. Alvin Al- Almore is not doing it for you, bro. Oof, bro. No. That's a fifth outfielder. <laughs> Who's better? Like, I don't Almora even think that's a hot Jake take. Marisnik. He can't hit to save his yeah. life. Yeah, he's like he's like Jake Marisnik, but yeah, he he is Jake Marisnik. He's he's like Jake Marisnik if Jake Marisnik couldn't hit lefties either. And Jake Marisnik went to the Cubs, which is so funny. He did. That's true. Yeah. You I, think I'm Jonathan? You think Jonathan Villar is going to see any center field duties this year? <laughs> you know, I hope not, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet against it. <laughs> yeah, we I forgot. wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past Luis Rojas. <laughs> right. 
Yo, I hate Luis Rojas, dude. Like, Luis Rojas reminds me of like of me managing a backyard baseball team on on the PC <laughs> when I was like five years old. That's just that's just my opinion. I feel like that guy's. I feel like he did an awful job last year, I, and I feel like if the Mets get off to a slow start, he's he's gonna his bags are gonna be packed for him at the hotel like instantly. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's my possible. Opinion. I mean, especially with like the new new regime and all that you know like these aren't the guys who hired him at this point yeah. you know like david wright isn't hired by the Mets anymore that's uh that's okay i think that's <laughs> lost yeah, what, yo, was he, yo, what was david wright look, doing before i don't know bro the, the will pond just had him under a new contract Yo, that's horrible, dude. We had we had Brody Van Wagen signing his own players. <laughs> Yo, we should get Bo. We should get. He Bo needs Nia to go to court for that. Yeah, we should, right? <laughs> Yo, like Bobby, I'm, I'm, we're I'm paying so... you one mil a year. Yo, bro. wait, did you <laughs> see... get out there? Did you see that that uh, Brody got a job with? Um... Oh, was it with Jay Z again? Yeah, with Jay Z. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then like and then Cespedes switched agencies. <laughs> <laughs> yo, nah. yo, remember, remember when Cespedes like opted out of the season, and then right. the way the Will Ponds handled it was by saying he was missing. Yo, they oh have they God, have people man. on Twitter saying they were like, "Pray for Cespedes." They were like, "I was like, whoa, you want a Cespedes is missing." Yo, <laughs> I oh, remember my dad man. was like, "Man, I really hope he's okay." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yo, shit had me worried. Yeah, I was definitely worried. <laughs> is Cano still Rock Nation? Yeah, oh yeah, he's after Jay Z got up that deal. He probably has that tatted on him for life. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Yo, Jay Z got him the bag. <laughs> he did. He did. No, now, but wait, you know, I, who, you know who negotiated that contract, though, right? Is that Brody Van Wagen? It was Brody, bro. So he was under. Oh, I didn't know he was under Rock Nation before. Yeah. So, so CAA and Rock Nation like worked together. So when when Rock Nation first first like formed, you know, when like Jay Z started that, um. They basically made a partnership with CAA to like get them off the ground a little bit. So like CAA and Rock Nation worked really closely together for a few years. Um, I oh, think their man. contract ran out a couple of years ago. Um, but insane. yeah, so they were they were like the same thing for a while. Because I remember like um like Jay Z had to sell his stock in the Nets to to start the Rock Nation um owner like uh, the player management and like they i know like right, sure yeah cano was like the first deal that they got and then kevin durant mm-hmm. was like the next one but yeah man and, cano yeah. cano man that's that's dom shame. smith dom, dom smith, smith is. there you go oh yeah wait so do we was that a conspiracy that brody van wagon was trading prospects for his clients it like every player he signed <laughs> was a client of caa like i mean it was clearly a conflict of interest what is that? What the with the Pete Crow when the Mets drafted him was he already signed to uh, somebody? Was there something know. like that? Oh, like I think technically you're not allowed to have an agent like that until after you're drafted. Um, oh, okay, okay. Because then you're like not technically considered an amateur anymore or something. 
Man. Um, yeah, I think like, like I think college that, uh, college like football players and stuff aren't allowed to have agents, right? I think once they declare for the draft, they could get one. No, they're okay. not. But but they're allowed to have OBJ and an hour hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars yeah. post game. Yeah, remember when he like when he slapped the cop on, on the on, on the ass <laughs> and they were investigating him? Yeah. And he had like he was drinking alcohol in the in the, in the locker room. <laughs> Wallin. Man, let's uh, let, let's all let's give one team that we're kind of that did pretty well this off season, like a low key team, and one team that we're like, I'm very ashamed of what you did. I'll start um, if if y'all want some time to think. Yeah, go for it. So one team that I actually you know I just want to shout them, but I really like what the Kansas City Royals have done this off season. Um, I wasn't really expecting Rare. much from them at all. Yeah, they they have like a they have a nice um they have a nice uh they have a nice farm system. You know they they have like Bobby Wood Jr. coming up coming up down there. Um, you know Brady Singer, nice young arm, and you know they they added Carlos Santana. Um, they they just traded for Andrew Benatendi, who although you know he gets a lot of hype and people remember him as the prospect who was you know supposed to be super good. And he kind of was really bad these last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's that's like a nice bounce back candidate. And, um, you know, just like we say, like teams like the Rockies, even the Red Sox and big markets who are just punting and doing nothing. I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool to see, a, you know, a team like Kansas City at least show some type of effort um, out there. And, and uh, let's see, one team that I was very disappointed in what they did, honestly, the Yankees. Um, I feel like the American League is getting worse in a way. Um, you know, we saw, we saw, um, what the Rays did just, you know, trading everybody. I, I'm sure, uh, Blake Snell was, was just super unhappy in, um, in Tampa Bay, you know, and if you're a Tampa Bay fan, you should just switch to a different team because there's no point to root, to root for that boring organization. They don't pay any players. They have like, I don't They're care. not boring. I don't, I don't like their product on the field, man. Like Bro, they used to, they used to have their closers pitch the first in. The I don't like, I don't like that. Like, I mean, that's strategy. They got Shinsu like, Chu. He's not boring, dude. They have like a forty million dollar payroll. Bro. Like, I, I can't. Oh no, no, never mind. Audis, Audis. Like, I can't get in. G-Man I can't Choi? get into. Oh yeah, they, yeah that's they got, my guy. Yeah, he is dope. He's dope. He's dope. I love him. But man. like that forty million dollar payroll, I can't rock with that, man. Like. And, and you have no fans. You have no fan base at all. You know, so shame on the Rays. They should. They just made the World Series, and instead of you know signing a Marcelo Zuna, adding to the rotation, getting a star, that team is so good. They were literally like a couple pieces away. And oh, let's trade Blake Snell and and just say f everything. But yeah, the Yankees. I feel like they really needed to address the pitching. Yes, they got Corey Kluber. But like letting Tanaka walk like that was was very disrespectful in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, letting him yeah. walk is one thing, but the fact that no one ended up signing him to the point where he ended up going back to Japan is just disgraceful. I think. No, I, that's because he refused. He said he didn't want to pitch anywhere except the Yankees. So he was like, "If I don't have a deal with the Yankees, then I'm gonna leave." I, I think well, it was more Yankees, just that he didn't, didn't like the fact that he didn't have a contract at that point. Like he was like, okay, if I don't sign like by this date, I'm out. Cause like, I want to know what I'm doing with, you know, with the rest of my life. Yeah. That's sad. If I got to move, like, I can't just yeah. wait around forever, man. I got to like say DJ this Yeah. He's about to, 
was about to dip to like Australia to play some ball because no one wanted to sign him. <laughs> but like, but man, like Yankee fans, like the casual Yankee fans are some of the most unknowledgeable people. Like if if you just look at Yankee posts and just see what their fan base comments, it's <laughs> it's very sad. Like those people need to do some <laughs> they need to do some reading on the game of baseball. Most of these people are like 40 years old. You know, they, they don't know anything about baseball. They have no knowledge, you know, and it's like, what's going on here? You know, and I will say this, Aaron Judge is a top three player in baseball, um, one healthy. And I did really like that, that true story. I really I did like that, that young Yankee team when they were young and underdogs, but I do not like them anymore. I hope they lose every single game. <laughs> and fuck the Dude, Wait. Why can you really think Kansas City is gonna make the playoffs? No, 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 they're not. They're not just like their I just, yeah, I just, I feel like you know they're trying to be competitive, which is, I think, which I appreciate in this climate. Yo, you remember when the White Sox were gonna win the division? Bro, they they lost by one game, bro. Like, yeah, they were gonna win true, the division though. Bro, I wasn't yeah, that bro. far <laughs> off, bro. I was off by one game, bro. And they won more playoff games than the Twins have in the last twenty years. Hey, hey, all I'm saying, that's all I'm saying. And the, they the White the Sox division. are scary. They're scary, man. They are scary. They could win it this year. Moncada doesn't have COVID anymore. I'm still not scared of. Angels. Oh, talk no, about another angels. team. I'm still not scary scared of Blue Jays. Oh, <laughs> not scared of Blue another team. I'm, I'm not even that scared of Padres. Yo, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the Padres. Yo, Padres is crazy man. You know what the Padres are? The Padres are are scared of the Dodgers. The Dodgers could wake up in their sleep and win that division with everything the Padres did. I guarantee I don't know you right about now, that, man. They could. They could sleepwalk that whole... They could just start Broussard and Dustin May and win that division in their sleep. In their it's sleep, close, man. man. I don't know. I think you are I think you might be sleeping on the Padres a little bit. Mm, I, I do, I do want to say before we move to the West that uh, the number two starter for the Rays is currently listed on Fangraphs as Chris Archer. Um, and the number four starter is currently listed as Michael Waka. Boo! Come on, Ooh. like that's that's a shame, man. That is, is. that is. Sell the team. Sell this is the, the team, team that just was in the World Series. <laughs> Sell the hey and that stadium. The fact that they couldn't get like permission to upgrade that stadium from the state in the last. Wow, man, that is that is an awful, ugly stadium. I know, and and Tampa Bay just won uh, another sport in football, right? Mm-hmm. And did they also win in hockey, or maybe almost? Oh yeah, I I think they did win in hockey actually. Yeah, I think they won I mean, hockey, maybe. hockey and and football. And maybe that's the new destination. But <laughs> they did maybe. they did not win baseball though. No. Even though Rosarena was playing like out of his mind <laughs> yeah. in that, in that playoffs, like what was going on, yo? That I don't know. Crazy. Yeah, Amos, let's, let's talk about talk about the Angels in in the Padres, man. Why are you not scared nah, of the Angels? I, I'm a I'm gonna hold. I know you want to talk about the Angels because oh. I know uh, how you feel about uh, that organization and how they treat uh, <coughs> a certain player on their oh, team. Yeah. A certain oh yeah, but I um I don't know. I feel like they oh they'll add like a piece every now and then. Like oh this year we'll add one pitcher. Oh this year we'll <laughs> add our third baseman. And yeah. this year and it's like Trout only got ten years, dog. You get like, <laughs> yeah. you get assigned one. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, there just needs to be a 
I feel like a major shift in maybe their rotation, something. Um, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And even hiring like that dinosaur as a manager was just so out of touch with uh, (laughs) winning. Like, like what is what is Joe Madden gonna do? Bring in a zoo to to the clubhouse and get get people to you know get along with each other and do some like that guy's a gimmick. And let's he managed the World Series awful in 2016 as well. Like that guy was just like, okay, Chapman, go throw your arm out, just go pitch every single inning. Like I, I don't know, man, but yeah, I know Henry Trout. That's the goat right there. Um, are you optimistic? You usually predict them for the playoffs every year, man. Is this the first year <laughs> you're off? Yeah, I gotta be honest, man. This team, <laughs> like at least in the past, they've given me reasons to like think they might be good, but. <sighs> Like, who do they even get this year? Their biggest acquisition this offseason is Dexter Fowler. And Alex Cobb. <laughs> Alex Cobb, Alex Jose Quintana. Cobb. I actually forgot they signed Quintana. Um, Hoping for a bounce back. from Dominican they're gonna Winter get League MVP, the Juan Lagares. Oof. That's yeah. crazy, man. No, this lineup is not scary, and the staff is not scary. Trout should demand a trade and opt out if he's not traded. He doesn't have an opt-out. He can't just opt-out. No, I mean, like, say I'm not playing. Like, sit out. <laughs> you should hold out? Yeah, you should say, fuck Rendon. Oh. Like, I don't I don't give a damn about Rendon. Like, Rendon is so good, but also, like, who cares about Anthony Rendon, man? Like, he was, he, he could have won the MVP last year. He was a beast. That's what I was, that's what I was Again, hearing. Again, like, 2020 is 2020, but... I was hearing some chat that he was better than Alex Bregman, and I had to wash my face in the sink to make sure I wasn't dreaming because no way he's better than Alex Bregman. Yeah, I just I think it's a shame that they're wasting the greatest player, you know, that the game has seen maybe since, like, he's, like, the best player since Bonds. Since Bonds. They're just wasting that man. Like, that's pretty sad. I don't know, man. This team is just not good. Um, that division is not that good. It's not, dude. Like the A's are That's somehow true. gonna gonna win that division. Or I mean, I guess Houston could do something. You know, Houston is Houston. They could bring the trash yeah, cans Houston. out. Houston, you know, they've they lost Springer, but they still <laughs> yeah. have they still have Bregman. They still have Correa. They still have like yeah. Zach Greinke. Yeah, I, I I like I like Correa's heel turn, like turning into like a villain last year. I felt like he really fits that role well. And Did it was like, the, yeah, like the world was hating on him, and he just started turning up in the postseason, like hitting. Yeah, that's like true. that who, was kind of cool. Who was hating on Granky? No, Correa. No, Correa. Oh, Correa. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, I agree with you there. Like he really embodied it. I think Jose Altuve is really uncomfortable being hated. Yeah. yeah. Well, just like, I think that the Correa thing, like. He was so arrogant about the whole sign stealing thing. Like he was like, "Yo, the, like everyone else is just haters." Like, bro, we saw that you cheated. Like, <laughs> here's the data. You know, yeah. Like, look at the videos. Like, how are you gonna act? Like, oh, you know, we we proved them wrong. But he like, did you back still, it up. Like, you though still did he did cheat. back. He him and Springer were the only ones who backed it up. Really. Yeah, yeah. But like, like Springer wasn't even talking all, about it that much. Like he knew he was yeah. gonna hit free agency. He knew he needed people to like him. Yeah. You know, like he was chilling. Correa, like, he kinda went off for no reason. 
Yeah, he was like he was like defending Jose Altuve, not taking his shirt off when he hit the walk off home run. He was saying <laughs> right, that word. like he was coming up with the what the tattoo story. Yeah, the tattoo are like <laughs> he was insecure. Like oh, no, man. Altuve was clearly like shaking, like don't take off my. T-. Imagine if they, <laughs> my if they wife, ripped. I want my wife to see it. Imagine if they ripped off. Imagine if they ripped off his jersey and there was just mad wires. (laughs) That would have been like, what would they do, man? Like, would they just? Oh man. Do we do we think that Houston has a a deeper uh, issue with cheating? Do we think that their pitchers are also maybe using foreign substances or whatnot? With those like spin rates being outrageous, I mean, I think that like every pitcher uses some sort of substances. So I'm not like you know, but not, nah, but 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 when Bauer uses it, oh, okay. God, the reason my my issue with Bauer using it is is the fact that he's been so outspoken in the past against people using it. Like the reason we talk about the Astros doing this shit is because he said they were doing it. You know. And right. like he got all pissed off about it, and then he comes you off does the that. same you thing, and all of a sudden everyone like you know, like all of a sudden he doesn't care about it anymore. Like at least have some fucking guts about it, dude. Yeah, and even Garrett Cole, like on when he was leaving the Astros in his like goodbye Instagram post, he put like a little winky face or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He's like, you know, thank you for your help or something. No, when they ask when they asked uh, Alex Cora what like <laughs> when they asked him some question that he was like he was like my man Beltrot knows <laughs> yeah yo Cora really got his job back too that that shows how much they like that guy where, like where did he, is it like, with Boston yeah they really oh. they like they just hired yeah, they him really right just back. signed him again I think they really love that guy like I think the players like supposedly they all wanted him back and the organization liked him. The Mets should sign Beltron again. I mean, hey, they should sign us instead of Luis Re- Luis Rojas as the manager. So, yeah, Bel- Beltron would be a great manager. Yo, the A's DH right now is listed as someone named Seth Brown. You ever heard of Seth Brown? No, no, I've I have never no actually, idea who this man is. I was just reminded bringing up the A's these Matt Chapman rumors. How do you? What's up with that man? Seth Brown is, is it an actual rumor. Or is it just people saying Mets in third baseman around I the mean, league? I mean, the A's have done stuff like this many times in the past. That's true. Like Josh Donaldson. Yeah, like selling before it's too before it's yeah. ever too late. Cespedes. Yeah, they they like do this with everyone. And you know what's crazy? That the A's have like the fifth richest owner in Major League Baseball. That guy is a cheapskate, man. Mm. Like it's a it's a little like. I understand, like, you know, they, they made a whole Moneyball film about, you know, getting a team on a good budget, and that he's one of the richest owners in sports. Like, that's, that is, uh-huh. that is false advertisement, man. Yeah, for sure. Like, the other thing so- about that movie is how they just gloss over the fact that they had the MVP that year, and they never even mentioned him once. <laughs> Why? Is it, is it because it's not metrics? There's no metrics involved in that? Right, it's because it was it was Miguel Tejada, and they're just like, nah, yeah. that's not the point of the movie. We're gonna talk about about fucking uh, Scott Hatterberg. Did they even show Miguel Tejada? Not, no, not even no. once. Like literally, he's not even mentioned in the movie a single time. He's blackballed from the A's organization because of roids. What about Giambi? Was he in the movie? Uh, Jeremy. He Giambi. was in the beginning. They traded him. That Did was they? Like when they 
they first started the wave of Moneyball and they started trading all the mm-hmm. big they, guys. In the movie, did they mention that that in the playoffs they always lost to the team with the higher payroll? Yeah, I mean, in the movie kinda. they just talk about, about the, the fact that they always lost. <laughs> 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 they got smoked by the Yankees every time, yo. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I crazy. Think it was, the, was it the? Tw- I think it was the Twins that year. Oh, so that was but, their that was the Twins' know. last playoff win. Facts. They made a movie about it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Is there is there any other moves that went on? Like some big stuff? Any big rumors? Um, um I mean we can talk about this the, point. What about like the Padres rotation? Oh yeah. They, they yeah. made some big moves, right? They did, they did. So they, they those they, are some steals that, that trade? I think out of all the trades that happened, they did give up the most, if I'm not mistaken, to get um Darvish and I mean Darvish was more of a steal. I think they did give up a it's little bit. Now. I think they gave up a little too much for for. Did they trade for Musgrove? Yeah. Can you like educate us on what's the hype of Joe Musgrove? <laughs> um, he's like a breakout. Can- he's like been a breakout candidate for a while. Um, he, I think he has like good spin rates or something. Mm-hmm. Hey, I gotta say, or, like this, his whiff like- rate is high. Yo, him and him and Tyone owe Garrett Cole a lot of money because Garrett Cole succeeding is the only reason why people are still trading for Pirates pitchers. <laughs> like, Maybe, but Musgrove, what was it? Musgrove actually went to the Pirates in the Cole trade to the Astros. Okay, that's interesting. That's how they got him. Um, they, look at his baseball savant page right now. Form, I think. How do we feel about Blake Snell? Um, someone on MLB Network had him rated as the second best pitcher in baseball. How, like, where, where do you guys view Snell? Do you think he'll be back to Cy Young, or is he kind of just like a five inning pitcher kind of guy? Ooh. Okay, hold up. Back on Musgrove, real quick. His yeah, yeah. baseball savant pace is actually like kind of nutty. Like he's a beast. Like he's like like it says he's mad good. <laughs> <laughs> he's. What is ninety third percentile in lowest exit velocity, seventy ninth in hard hit percentage, eighty first in lowest ex woba? Like they say, he's a a beast. Okay, that's interesting. Like if I just here. looked at this, I would say this guy's like one of the best pitchers in baseball. Wow. So maybe he goes over there and, and just starts putting in work. But um, maybe. But what about Snell? Like, I feel like Snell is an interesting guy. Like, he won the Cy Young. You know, he famously got taken out of that that World Series game. Yeah. Which was a bad um, look for the Rays. That you Wendy's. Famous, you saw that the arm. Wendy's. Yeah. You saw Wendy's roasting the Rays. <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah. destroyed And then he liked them. it. He responded to it. Yeah, he did. He, yo, that was, that was clowning right there. No, that rotation is going to be pretty scary. I mean, I don't, I don't see any reason to believe that Snell is going to like get exponentially worse this season. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I think putting him, was it with him, Lamet, Darvish, Haddock? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's one of the best rotations. I think there are a lot of rotations in the in the MLB right now that people are kind of gassing up. But I don't think this is one of them. Right, right. I I hear you on that. Yeah, they they are super. They probably have a better rotation than the Mets, right? I mean, they don't they don't have a Degrom. 
period. That is true. Yeah, they don't have like quite yet. Darvish is like Darvish is like he's a, he's not Degrom. Our, uh, That's not what I'm saying. But if if Degrom is like an A, you Darvish yeah. is like an A minus. Like uh, yeah, Darvish last year was like Cy Young, le- Cy Young, you know, mm. guy. Yeah. Um, I still feel like the Dodgers have the best rotation in baseball. Yeah, probably. Like, I mean, I think those are the three best right there. Like having what they got: Walker Bueller. Yeah. You got David Price coming back. You added Bauer. You have uh, you have um you have Dustin May. Kershaw, you have Kershaw. Gonsolin. Broussard. You have BG. Yo, BG and Dustin May throw some of the nastiest stuff I've ever seen in my life. By BG, Girl. you mean Bruzdar Gratterall? Yes, the man Bruzdar. Bruzdar. Oh, Gratterall. Is he the one that <laughs> yeah. throws with just arm? <laughs> yeah. And he's like yeah. kind of like he's kind of pudgy, and he throws like a hundred plus uh-huh. miles an hour. That guy is. Yeah. It looks like nothing to him. Yeah. I would never want to face that guy. Like he's on a top like five list of pitchers I would not want to face. Is he a relief yeah. pitcher or is he start? Um, I th- they were using him as relief, but I think he, he kind of like um Dustin May, like he is a starter. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's probably he's one of those guys who like though. came up as a as a starter, but they sort of immediately moved him to the bullpen. So like theoretically, he could start. Dude, that guy's filthy, man. Yeah, no. he's actually really interesting. Here, here, listen to this: a hundred, a hundredth percentile fastball velocity last year. Oh, literally goodness. the hardest thrower in baseball. <laughs> First percentile whiff rate, lowest lowest whiff rate in the game with the Why highest velocity. That? It's kind of um, crazy. Yeah, like kind of wild. That sounds a little bit like Dylan Sees. He like Sees has nasty stuff, but he can't strike anybody out. Yeah, I think like, BG like, does strike people out though, right? Um. Not last year. He he was only seventh percentile in K rate, which is actually pretty garbage. Yeah, that's oh, wow. Um, his fastball spin rate is fifth percentile, which means that it's oh, like that makes a lot of sense. It's just really straight trash. Yeah. Um, so the problem it, is like he's throwing really like hard, it. but it's it's straight basically. So like t- right. hitters can just time it up. That's how it fully looks. I feel like when you watch him pitch. Mm-hmm. He just like kind of hurls like with just his arm, like he snaps yeah. it across, yeah, and just throws like these like beams straight into yeah. Who do you think has the best fastball in, in baseball? The Grom, dude. The Grom was throwing one hundred two, man. Like one, like that was. I think Garrett Cole has the best fastball in baseball, though. Was his velocity down last year, or did I make that up? Who, um, Cole? Yeah. It's possible, but I know he still had like a beastly year. Like, yeah, I, think, I know he gave I up think some he, tanks to Acuna. Yeah, I think he was just. Yeah, he did. He did. I think he mm-hmm. was like he kind of became a little underrated last year. Mm-hmm. In a way, like he's the second best pitcher in baseball. This is insane, bro. Degrom literally didn't throw a fastball at or below the league average speed the entire year last year. That is that is insane. That's godly. Yeah, Strowman was talking about how um how yeah, uh, Cole was teaching him how to throw the four seam fastball. I'm not sure if you guys like um saw that, but how Strowman's fastball used to be like super trash, and this year he's gonna start throwing it uh, more. Okay. And then uh, he was saying how Cole taught him that when Cole lets go of the fastball, 
he puts like his two fingers together so that he's pushing off with both fingers at the same time rather than like letting go off your index or middle finger. Oh, okay. It was interesting. Yeah. I mean, Stroman has really high fastball spin, according to Baseball Savant. Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, throwing a four-seamer could definitely be uh, something to consider. And he's the shortest. He's the shortest starting pitcher in baseball. Yeah, 5'7". Five, 5'7", seven. Five, seven, that's insane. Oh, man, let's see. Is there anything else you think we should go over? Any other Any other topics you want to touch on? Um, oh, there was something I wanted to talk about. Uh, was it the, the Tigers, the Detroit Tigers? No, I don't I'm think so. Oh, I, I, oh yeah. Someone mentioned Del, someone mentioned Australia earlier. Um, do you know who just won, who was on the team that just won the, uh, the championship for the Australian baseball league? I don't actually. Delman Young. Delman Young. Was their DH and like their best hitter. I think he might have won the MVP how, too. How how old is he right now? I don't I want to say he's like younger than you expect. Really? Delman Young is nah, he's kind of 35. Oh my goodness, man. He was like a really young prospect then. 35. Yeah, for sure. He made his debut he's at age twenty. He's younger 20. than Granky. Wow. Yeah, he's younger than Granky. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing I want to talk about before we finish, um, we didn't really get to touch on, is these, uh, you know, the, the the third base rumors. So I wanted to ask both of you guys: Would you rather get? I'm gonna leave Matt Chapman out of this for now, but would you rather yeah. get Chris Bryant and Hendricks or Suarez and Gray? Ah. <sighs> That's a really tough question. Wasn't Gray bad last year? No, I think I think he was like super beast. If I'm not mistaken, I feel like Gray's a little bit sus. Like some, it's because he's so short, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. Like I don't, yeah. I, I feel where I feel what you're saying. Like I think supposedly he was bad on the Yankees because they tried making him throw a pitch that he hated. Right. They they made him he, throw he a like, slider like just all didn't the time. Get a, and he hates his – he didn't like it. Or, and also Yankee Stadium is tough to pitch him. But I vividly remember a game where he pitched a complete game. He lost. But they had their home game in City Field instead of Yankee Stadium due to, like, I think it was, like, some natural disaster that happened at the time. And I don't know. So I feel you. Though. I don't like I don't like Hendricks, dude. Like, Hendricks is – I feel like that's, like, an old head pitcher. Like, I don't – like, he gets OD Jeez. hyped up, but I don't know. He feels like 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 a lot of pitchers you can analyze with science, right? You can see like, oh, what's his spin rate? What's his like, you know, how how many strikeouts does he have? All that kind of shit. He's he's more yeah. of like a like a mystical pitcher, you know. Right. Like he he gets through with like magic and and like gall, whatever it is. Right, um, right. Like like he's kind of just like a pitcher, so like you know, and they're like, oh, he's just a pitcher, you know. Yeah, he hits his spots so like, or whatever. Right. So like, I really don't know how to analyze, like, like he could fall off a cliff or he could become like, like he could win a Cy Young. Like, I have no idea. Right. Like how he works. How old is Um, he? Like 32? Maybe. I don't think he's that old. 
I think Gray has a way higher upside than than Hendricks, but I think Hendricks like floor is pretty safe. Mm-hmm. But also like he's not very exciting to watch. Yeah, Hendricks is thirty one. Yeah, and same age about, as uh, as uh, Sunny Gray. Okay, mm, and what okay. about Suarez? Are are we all? We could all agree that Brian is way better than Suarez, right? Yes. Yes. Suarez is also 35, 34. Oh, Suarez I did not what? know that. Are you serious? Dude, that guy. No, he's, he's that not. old. He's 29. Uh, Stop it. Oh, <laughs> I never, never. I'm okay. That was a different Suarez. My bad, my bad. Do you think we could get Nick Senzel in that deal? <laughs> uh, No. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I mean, um, assuming it's like the same package. You know, like um, they wouldn't just throw the, him in. Suarez and Gray would be under control for longer, so I know that some people yes. may like that a little bit more. But right, I I do think we are very much like win now type of team, and we're yeah. just like and Chris Bryant's a little Debrom bit safer, and yeah, I feel yeah, like Chris, Chris Bryant is... just offers protection in that lineup too. Yeah, for sure. I think that Chris Bryant is more of a a sure thing going forward. Um. Mm-hmm. Like I know he's had down years in the past, but he's never been bad. Um, whereas Suarez, I feel yeah. like like Joaquin, I know you don't like his strikeouts at all. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, so that's he, just a he pet feels like the kind mine. of guy who could like fall off harder than Bryant could. Um, just like going a massive slump where he's just striking out like two hundred plus times in a season type of vibe. Him and Pete back to back. Yeah, that I don't like. I don't know. Like, I kind of do. I do like lineup diversity, even though I guess you know with the metrics, it's like okay, you're getting you're getting solid at bad strikeouts or not. But I just feel like there's something about like you know you get into a playoff series and you're facing like a uh, I don't know like one of those high strikeout guys. You have to face the Padres or you know the Dodgers or whatever the case may be. And if you if you have like Suarez and Alonso both slumping at the same time, that is that is not good. It's a very scary thing. That'd be yeah. yeah, for sure. And what would you give up for both? Like, what 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 do you what would you give the Reds for that package, and what would you give the Cubs for their package? I mean, I feel like after I I witnessed the Lindor trade, and I've witnessed some like this Goldschmidt trade, I honestly can't even tell you. You know what I mean? Like. Are, yeah. <laughs> Is is the team gonna? Is the Cubs gonna pay us fifty million to take, to take right. these guys? Like, yeah. like I can't quite say. I mean, I would imagine it would be like JD uh, JD Davis, maybe like you know, uh, yeah, one of our hitters, and then maybe just a lot of. I mean, I know we don't we want to keep Alvarez our our catcher, um, our prospect, but do we just give him like five prospects for these guys? Maybe that'd be like kind of sick. <laughs> I think, think like in theory Chris Bryant should be able you should we should be able to get Chris Bryant for little to nothing. That's why I I'm not even inclined to just be like give me Hendrix and Bryant. I'm just like like what do you just want for Bryant? Like he has he's on an expiring deal. You guys are broke. You don't want to pay anybody. Like what 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 are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. and it might just be a rental for the Mets and I'm okay with getting Chris Bryant for one year. Like I'm okay with that. If it means so giving up Alvarez? No, I would not. I would not give up Alvarez for one year, Brian. I, there is very, 
there is very, very, very little players that I would give Alvarez up for. Um, Matt Chapman is one of them, absolutely. <laughs> um, but but the, the 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 A's wouldn't even want him because they have Sean Murphy, who's like you know a young catcher. Um, but yeah, I, like I feel like you could get Bryant for like JD Davis and like a prospect in like the seven to fifteen range, and you eat all of the money. Like no, don't Cubs don't send a dime. You know what gobble, I mean? Gobble gobble gobble. But mm-hmm. if you want. If you want Hendricks, you'll probably have to give up more prospects. I think that that Sonny Gray and Soros deal is going to cost a little too much for for my liking. Yeah, I, I'm i sort of in the same boat as Amos, where like after seeing the way that trades for veterans have worked out this offseason specifically, I don't have any idea how to make um, like a proposal for this. I just like, I don't, right? Like it's so weird. Just seeing like how the Mets got Lindor and Carrasco for right. almost nothing. The Cardinals got Arenado for like literally nothing. Like the Rockies paid them to take Arenado. Um, right. Yeah, that was that so, was gross. But right, these so guys like, aren't truthfully... getting paid as much. Kind of the the Cincinnati guys aren't getting paid as much. Like that's, yeah, that's why Bryant slide. Bryant can't is kind of like a, a dump, like a cash dump. But the Cubs are like, yeah. we are not trading Bryant unless we are overwhelmed. Like, but if if theoretically, like he's going to leave at the end of the year, like what are you doing? You know? All right, then, y'all. So yeah, that's what we got to talk about today. Uh, we're gonna make this like a much more consistent thing for everybody because you know it's a pandemic and stuff. And uh, man, we we're always texting in the chat too, like always joking about baseball and stuff like that. So yeah, any any closing words that you guys want to say before we we end this this episode? Um, just a, I don't know. I had a good time doing this with you guys again. Um, like for sure, it's been a while. I feel like when we would do it before we would do it so often that like, uh, like an hour 20, like sometimes we would stretch it at the end, but this felt like super natural. Like, like we were yeah. flowing the whole time. It just like worked. Um, yeah, I, I agree, man. It, it, it was just like, you know, just like some, uh, some, some backyard baseball convos, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Talking um, some Pop, shit, man. Pablo Sanchez. Yeah. Some Pablo Sanchez vibes.